0: Welcome to the Chronically Well Podcast, episode 12, Bringing Body Back. I'm Callie Dixon, and this is the last episode in the Shame Series. Today, I am interviewing Erin Daly, life coach, yoga instructor, and massage therapist.
1: We're talking about coming into the body. I mean, that brought me back into that space of, I want to feel healthy I want to be at like my optimal health and I want to feel the best I've ever felt in my life now because I can
0: we're going to talk with Erin about what exactly it means to come back to the body how does one do that what are some methods that we can use and Erin's going to bring her expertise today to help us figure that out so stay tuned I am here today, everyone, with my friend Erin Daly, who is a wellness coach. She also happens to be a yoga instructor and a massage therapist <laughs> and, like, jack-of-all-trades, so... Jill of all-trades. Jill. Jill of all-trades. Jill, Jill all <laughs> um, so, hi, Erin. Hi. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me here. Um, I was wanting to wrap up this whole series on shame by talking about coming back into the body so I kind of like talked about it a few times and I was like okay who could I talk to (laughs) that would be able to kind of talk to me about the body aspect of things I was Mm -hmm. like oh wait I have a friend who's a wellness coach who gives like knows all about the body for Mm -hmm. massage who's also a like you're doing a fitness competition. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Bikini competition. Bikini competition. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, I thought, well, okay, I have to talk to Erin. Yeah. Okay. Great. So thank you. Um, I've been also just kind of like immersing myself in books on coming back to the body because if you guys have listened to the podcast, you've probably heard me talk about this a million times, but I'm going to say it one more time. But, um, It's like when you get sick and you're in pain, I think you kind of dissociate yourself from your body a lot to try and get away from the pain, which I never saw that as a problem really. And I think I had to do that for a while, but now as I'm feeling better, as I'm addressing new things in my life, like I feel like I have neglected that part of myself. So, um, I'm fascinated by it. And I, and so there's like this, um, have you heard of the Enneagram?
1: yeah oh yeah I've done it what are you um that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember if someone said it I would know exactly but I can't remember off the top of my head
0: Mm. I want to say is healer one Mm, no but I bet you're helper two you're a two that's it's a helper yeah that's what I hear too yeah that would make sense (laughs) um so but in it they say there's like three different types within all of them so there's like the thinkers the feelers Mm -hmm. And so that's, like, from the heart center, thinkers, mind center, and then uh, body. What would that be called? I forget. But anyway, I'm a thinker, so it's hard for me to kind of approach things from the body Mm -hmm. side of things. Um, And, yeah, so I think I just really disconnected, and I know that you and I have talked before about how you've maybe had, like, similar things happen, or if you haven't, like – What's your, what's your perspective on all of that? On disconnecting yeah. from the body? Yeah. Like, does um, that, I would is say. Is that a real thing? Am I making this One
1: hundred percent a real thing. Um, I mean, because we have neurons that fire, you know, that signal information to our brain that travel through our body. So, like, it's not much different than if you were to touch something hot and it signals, hey, don't touch that, it's hot. Um when you disassociate and you could touch the hot thing and just be like, oh, I'm okay touching the hot thing. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's stuff that happens there for sure. And a lot of times I think it's part of a process that's like, um, it can be a little self-sabotage in ways uh, mm-hmm. because you're not you're purposely not paying attention to stuff that's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and,
0: yeah. And it's like, that's nothing, that's nothing. Let's yeah, not yeah, you just put it off, put it off,
1: put it <laughs> yeah. off. Um, and I want to, I, I just feel like, like you don't realize that that's mm-hmm. happening, and for me personally, when I went through a disconnect with my body for so many years, it was those times that I was abusing my body, yeah. and I didn't realize it. Whether it be through food, you know, like mm-hmm. food addictions, like even eating like healthy foods and only healthy foods and not doing Ooh. like eating anything else the outside other of, end it. of the <laughs> yeah. body. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. and that is a disassociation with the body as well, is because I wasn't even though like digestively I knew like this wasn't working for me or it wasn't you know having to spend more time searching for my answers um was more instead of looking at the problem and trying to look for answers to to fix the problem was more I guess coming to a place of understanding that I just wanted to find a way to be healthy yeah and to like accept where I was in the journey Mm -hmm. and then be healthy that's Mm -hmm. it so I wanted to stop looking up every single problem that I had all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and looking at it as like, oh, I've got like, you know, this breakout on my face, but it's only in these specific spots. And so I would look up on the internet, breakouts around the, mm-hmm. around the mouth and chin and mm-hmm. oh, it's hormonal. Oh, it's this. And I would go down the rabbit hole for hours, you mm-hmm. know, just like, what do I do? What do I put on it? How do mm-hmm. I fix it? Castor oil packs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. anything I could think of, diet changes and I didn't really realize a lot of that stuff wasn't even something that I could fix on an external level as mm. much as it was that I had to really just accept where I was in the moment
0: mm-hmm.
1: and be in my body mm. and love my body through it. Okay. And then it just kind of started to kinda of come to the surface. Okay, so let's sense. go there. Let's
0: go there. Yeah. Because <clears throat> people talk a lot about and like being in the body. And so when mm-hmm. I first started learning about this, I was like, what does that mean? And so I have a better idea now, but what would you say to somebody who's just like hearing this for the first time and they're like, I am in my body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mm-hmm. mean? What do you mean be in my body? I
1: think it's kind of a fascinating thing for, for me I was studying the body for 16 years. I was a nurse and then I went into yoga and then I went into massage therapy and then fitness, mm-hmm. personal training and then wellness coaching. Mm -hmm. So I've done, studied the body for so many years. And one of the things I have found for me personally was my, my experience, I guess I should say, is that I learned in all these little baby steps that like the breath is connected to everything and like, you know, our thought process is connected to everything. So everything we're doing is all one in the same. Mm -hmm. So you're really not. Not disconnected from your body or connected to your body the entire time. Right. It's a, it's like just these little shifts, these tiny little shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, and breathing, like breathing practices, I think is something that is huge because when you use the breath, you have to be in your body, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't disassociate from your body when you're when yeah. you're really practicing breathing. Yeah. You're like focused on your inhalations and your exhalations. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I was taught in uh, yoga training was to breathe in counts so if you do your inhales as you count yeah and you make your exhales the same count as your inhale okay. and then you're focusing on the breath which is focusing on the body and you come back into the
0: body so like you can't check out then because yeah. you're 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 in it. <laughs> yeah, which that always seemed like so basic to me. I was like, that can't be right. Yeah, like just breathing. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that amazing though? Yeah. Because
1: yeah. you know, and there's something else I've learned in the massage world of like, you could I. Could, tell somebody if they're really tight like in their shoulder, Mm -hmm. when you inhale, imagine the breath going directly into your shoulder and breathe into your shoulder. Mm -hmm. And I will put my hands on their shoulder and after a couple of breaths, it takes a few minutes, Mm -hmm. but I can feel the breath come into the shoulder. That's insane. It's really amazing because you're Mm -hmm. oxygenating all of your cells. Your body is completely made of cells, right? Mm -hmm. So you're oxygenating everything Mm -hmm. that you are. And so it's that's coming. That's that's a practice of coming into the body for sure. That's so
0: cool. Yeah, it's pretty (laughs)
1: awesome. It's I love. That's one of my favorite things about it. (laughs) Who was it?
0: Who was? Should I a Twain? No. Who was Just Breathe? So, like, how I don't do know. It Pro- Maybe it was Shania Twain. I don't know. We'll have to <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that in the show notes. Not important so whatsoever, sorry. but apparently that's where my <laughs> mind is. Um, okay. Um, so I have another question for you that I'm curious mm-hmm. about. Because we have we actually talked about this. You were giving me a massage. And um, you, we were kind of talking about, like, emotional pain mm-hmm. and how that can sit in our body. Mm-hmm. How, like, does, how, what is, What is the scoop on that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I believe that emotions can fester up and Mm -hmm. that they can, uh, because your body is made of connective tissues and, you know, you've got all kinds of different things going on. Um, But Mm -hmm. one of the things that connective tissue does is it bunches up. And there's people out there that have, like, things like, we could use plantar fasciitis as an example. Mm -hmm. Um, That's, like, bunching up of the tissue in the feet, the myofascia that goes around the muscle. And what it's like, is like a spider web. You imagine, like, a spider web has big gaping holes in it And then the spider web starts to tighten up and tighten up and tighten up and the holes get smaller and smaller. And then it's just like this like dense Mm -hmm. spider web. There's no holes in it anymore. Mm -hmm. That's what the body does around the muscles, around the muscle fibers. Um and so I think when we do that and then we contract so much, so much, so much, and we get so tight and we get so stressed out. Mm -hmm. And then where where does that energy go? Well, it has to go somewhere, Mm -hmm. right? So if it's not coming out it's going in. Mm. And so I think that, you know, sometimes it can cause things like, you know, even like little fibrous tumors and because I personally have an experience with that myself, mm-hmm. um, just like from an emotional place of things that we hold on to and we carry and we never let go of. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I mean, that can be discussed for hours and hours and probably mm-hmm. on scientific levels. Yeah. Um, but as far as, you know, this conversation goes, I feel that it's completely you know, um, it's the right word to say? I think it's very much possible mm-hmm. that we can create ailments and issues in our body
0: based on holding on to emotions mm-hmm. 100%. So you don't have to share more than you want to about that, but like, <clears throat> so you feel like your emotional history or whatever trauma that that manifested in your body.
1: Yeah, I do. Um, I actually like spent years having some issues that I didn't really know what they were Mm -hmm. um and I again going down the rabbit hole Mm -hmm. (laughs) like (laughs) trying to see what illness that I had and what I was dying from you know and trying to figure it out so that I wouldn't die um and I was doing acupuncture I was doing like oriental Chinese medicine herbs drinking tinctures Mm -hmm. I was doing castor oil packs and salt baths and sits baths Mm -hmm. and all the oils Mm -hmm. all the time everywhere everything (laughs) everything elimination diets you know anything that I could do to get rid of what was happening that I just couldn't figure out and I was at my wit's end and I spent four years doing that um and if anything I can look back and say I just caused myself 10 times the stress (laughs) that I probably would have had if I just would have you know just like let it go and just um but it, it turned out that I had uh, had to have an MRI and I put it off for several years. I put it off for two years um, and I would I would actually literally book the MRI and then I would chicken out like the day before and I would cancel the MRI because I didn't want to know. Yeah, I didn't want to know. And that's, a, that's a disassociation with the body. Yeah. Right. Because I knew something yeah. was up, but I didn't. I didn't want to, I didn't <laughs> want to know, no. Was really happening. <laughs> What's not confirm it. And also because I was disappointed with myself that mm-hmm. I couldn't figure it out. Mm. And I was so angry that I spent so many years being vegan and raw food and all these things, and then I had all these issues. And why? Why did I have hypothyroidism? Why mm-hmm. did I have, you know, muscle problems? And why did I have these, like, things happening to me, hormonal imbalances and stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, like, you know, that was a, for sure a place of having to step into my body. Yeah. Um, I came to a place where I realized and recognized that I couldn't do this by myself mm. and that I had to have help. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the meditation and affirmations <laughs> were not going to not gonna fix the problem. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. so I ended up getting the MRI and finding out I had a tumor the size of a small lemon in my pelvis. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much just deciding what to do from there because in those situations, you don't know if it's cancer or not cancer right. until you take the tumor out. It's so it's terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I think somewhere deep down inside, I knew what was coming, and that's why I didn't want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just hoping it would shrink, you mm-hmm. know, and it would go away. Go, yeah. <laughs> and um, obviously it didn't. It just got bigger. Mm-hmm. And so my dilemma was, do I see if it just starts to go away on its own? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a healthy individual. I, it wasn't stopping me or preventing me from living my life, mm-hmm. but it was because Mm -hmm. emotionally it was wrecking me Mm -hmm. and mentally it was wrecking me um because I knew it was there Mm -hmm. and so I was like do I want to keep living with this Mm -hmm. and not knowing or do I just go ahead and have them take it out Mm -hmm. and have like a surgery which is dangerous too Mm -hmm. um so I had to kind of weigh out weigh out the options there
0: and and you did have the surgery I
1: did I ended up having it Two and a half months after the MRI, because I did try and put it off as long as I could. Um, but I made the executive decision yeah. to have it removed, um, mostly for peace of mind. Yeah. Uh, and so I could come back to my body mm-hmm. so I could feel normal again, so I could have, like, an experience Stop that was
0: different. avoiding it. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So it was not cancer. It wasn't
1: cancer. It turned okay. out it was benign. And, um, but I did, you know... I unfortunately suffered a lot from the removal of it because the procedure was pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was about a two month like mm-hmm. bed bedtime <laughs> for me. <laughs> it was a two month process of healing with a yeah, walker. You I think so you brought me there. food. Actually you made me a crock mm-hmm. pot of food. You're so
0: sweet. Made you some chicken. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> um and yeah, I just um that was quite the lengthy healing process. And I'm so grateful for everything that happened, though, because I feel like going through all of that really brought me into a space of taking care of myself in yeah. more of an emotional and more of a mental way. And that helped me in turn come back into my body personally, mm-hmm. helped me accept where I was. And um, healing from something like that takes a long time. Yeah to feel normal again Mm -hmm. like you know I mean it's not like I wasn't embracing the tumor itself as a like part of me so it was like it was gone and I was just like thank you Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I don't want this anymore yeah but at the same time it was like a weight off of my shoulders Mm -hmm. and also at the same time it was like okay now now what you know like I spent four years diving into fixing this thing and now it's gone yeah and now what do I do and I think the really cool thing that happened for me in that space was, um, you know, I I remember my sister coming up and taking care of me a little bit for that period of time that I Mm -hmm. needed help and making sure I was eating healthy foods and I wasn't (laughs) depriving myself and only eating liquid (laughs) in bed. Um, And one of the things I'll never forget that that she did was I was using a walker Mm -hmm. and she was like, so your upper body is is strong but your lower body isn't strong and I was like yeah I, can, I mean I can barely make it to the bathroom mm-hmm. she's like well we're gonna go to the gym and I was like we are so not going to the gym mm-hmm. she's like no we're going to the gym you're gonna do upper body you're gonna do upper body workout because I'm not gonna let you feel sorry for yourself and sit uh-huh. here and and sulk in this in mm-hmm. this space and so she took me to the gym and i got on my hands and knees on the floor and i did bicep curls and with small weights because <laughs> <laughs> i was like anemic from surgery yeah. and i i did bicep curls and i've been going every day since
0: that's so yeah cool. and it
1: really it really sparked something in me to be stronger and get stronger and understanding i could i
0: didn't realize that's where your fitness mm-hmm. story really yeah. started
1: yeah So talking about coming into the body, I mean, that Mm -hmm. brought me back into that space of, I want to feel healthy. I want to be at like my optimal health and I want to feel the best I've ever felt in my life now because I
0: can. Yes. Yeah. I feel like i well, maybe I'm going to start working out after this. (laughs) Like maybe this is my moment, well. your moment with your sister. <laughs> this is my moment. Um, <laughs> um, is there anything else that you found? So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back to trauma, and it doesn't have to be like a. I think when people think of trauma, they think of like oh like something seriously mm-hmm. like oh like you almost died or you know. Mm-hmm. But I think trauma exists in more subtle ways for people. I think a lot of you listening that have a chronic illness you've experienced trauma because you've realized that your life is not going to be what you thought it was going to be and so there's I think there's a lot of trauma there um and I think that it can kind of go into our body um how do we release that like in your practice as being a massage therapist with yoga like are there ways that we can release that trauma in a I would say
1: absolutely and I would also say it's very individual to the person okay so depending on what someone is going through some people might do better with massage some people might do better with yoga some people might do better with just breathing exercises to start and um, it all depends kind of on where you are with the trauma how intense the trauma probably is Mm -hmm. um or was, or has been. And I would say that, you know, cause if you start with a yoga class, you may not want to go walk directly into an intermediate, you know, like mm-hmm. hot power flow, like let's get it, let's get hot and sweaty and move mm-hmm. kind of class. You mm-hmm. might want more like a yin style class where you're just really holding and pose for, you know, 10 minutes and you're just taking really deep breaths and relaxing into that, those spaces in the body and opening those hips up. And there's just different, different things for different people. Mm-hmm. Um, Massage is really great because it's touch, and if you haven't had physical touch in a really long time, it's something that we all need is to be touched, you know. And imagine how you feel when someone gives you a hug, and like the places that you really need a hug, you (laughs) know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and it's and like your when your kid wants to hold your hand, it's like those Mm -hmm. are things that are like really precious and what we need in in human contact. And so Mm -hmm. massage is really great for that. Massage is also really great for releasing, you know, um, areas of the body, like we talked about, like the connective tissue and the. this dense tissue um and the myofascial you can get myofascial work done you can get cranial sacral that's probably one of my favorites for trauma because you're not really it's kind of like a massage mm-hmm. mixed with reiki kind of um but it's not it's not like energy healing necessarily it's really about the person who's on the table's body almost readjusting and finding its space on its own and you're just assisting it um mm-hmm. It's pretty incredible, actually. And, you know, the person that gets on the table, if they've had a lot of experiences with trauma and stuff in their life, this is a really good way for them to find those spots that they're really bunched up in and let that stuff go. Um, I personally have had experiences with someone working on me with cranial sacral that released something um, up in my upper neck, like near my skull, and my head went to the left. And I thought she was pushing my head to the left, but she said my head chose to go to the left because that's where I was holding my my trauma. And I just started crying uh, just like really fast out of nowhere. And it was this huge release. And it was, and if you're gonna do something like that, it's such a great thing because it's just such a safe space to yeah. do it in, you know. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. who does that cranial sacral? There are massage. tons. Most okay. massage therapists. Okay. Yeah. You 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 would find it. You could look it up online and just type in cranial sacral work, and we could probably put it in your notes for people who have questions yeah, about it. Yeah, I will. But it's such a, it's it's pretty amazing, and if you look up people's stories about it, it's. It's wild. I'm going to like do miracle this. miracle work. Do you do, you do this? Do I you? do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to talk afterwards. Yes, absolutely. Book an appointment. Yes, 100%. I'm going to do that. But yes, I would say breathing is also <laughs> a really good one. Like we talked okay. about, like, you know, focusing on your breath, not just like just okay take a deep breath and then exhale but Mm -hmm. really paying attention to where you're breathing in into your body and like maybe if you're holding something and maybe it's behind your shoulder blades Mm -hmm. and when you take those deep breaths starting from the belly and you roll that up breathe that space into those shoulder blades you know and then exhale it all out and so it's just kind of like Like bring that and that brings awareness to the to the body into the spaces in the body
0: Mm -hmm. there's a um it sounds really weird when I tell people about it. But I'm doing – I'm really behind on it. But it's like a um, – what is it called? Gosh, I can't remember. Quanta – Quanta – not quantum. Quanta healing. And so this woman – it's very like guided meditation sort of. Wow, yeah. And it's specifically for like the trauma and issue that I've been going through. But she has you like – sit there and she calls it charge charging so like Mm -hmm. going into your body and finding the parts like as you're thinking of what it is that you've gone through or the trauma or whatever and just like addressing like where in your body you're feeling it because if we like are experiencing an emotion like we think we're just experiencing the emotion but Mm -hmm. usually like if you stop and you think like you can actually feel it in a part of your body and so she says to like go into that area and mm-hmm. like feel it and every time i do and like i'm just trying to feel it physically yeah i just start crying right and right. then it's like she's like okay amp it. <laughs> and then she does it's like the breathing thing and then just like okay and now and then she says to like imagine it being cleared and like releasing it up and out of your head yeah. and like it sounds so weird but by the end of it I feel lighter mm-hmm. and I feel better
1: and, and you know what's the best part about that is mm. that you did all the work yeah you know like mm-hmm. you're being guided but yeah you're doing all that work on mm-hmm. your own mm-hmm. and so how much of that do we suppress ourselves yeah that we could really we thi- have you know yeah. we can just really help ourselves heal and really work with our bodies and mm-hmm. work with our mental states and our emotional states yes. to help ourselves mm-hmm. Um, instead of always looking for outside sources. Yeah. Like, how much, how capable
0: are we really, you of know, our own healing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. that's huge. I think I've discounted the body a lot. Like, I just have thought it's all emotional, but it's like, you really, like, when you get the chills, it's on your body. Yeah. Like, we yeah. have that, like, that, the chills in and of themselves, which we both had earlier, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> is the mind-body connection, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. I'm just I'm just having this epiphany through this whole, yeah. like, series that I've been doing. And, yeah, it's interesting to me. So, okay, another question I had for you kind of going back to the yoga side of things. You just got me going to yoga now, mm-hmm. and so I'm learning all about that. I'm just like a little baby, like, yeah, <laughs> learning great. all these body things. <laughs> um, but how do you feel that yoga helps us kind of um, – practice embodiment coming back into our body yeah, and all that.
1: yeah I, I think it brings you to a place of self-awareness through the breath then the connection through yeah. the breath and the body for sure okay it calms you it's it puts yes. you in a place of stillness mm-hmm. and it also is kind of one of those moments like have you ever had a moment where you've been somewhere and like maybe you're at a concert or maybe you're in an airport and mm-hmm. you're sitting there and you're kind of thinking overthinking about everything and suddenly, you just kind of want to run away and not be in that moment. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had that mm-hmm. happen to you before, even um, in a grocery store or something? All the time, all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're in that moment, and you're just like, I don't, I don't want to be here. I want to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yoga makes you have to be there, mm-hmm. and, and even in those moments, because I've been in a yoga class, the last thing I want to do is like pick up my mat and run out of the room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like it's so quiet; everyone's gonna hear me. I'm gonna make a huge scene. That be so what's loud. That girl? What's, what's she got going on. <laughs>
0: She might have a chronic illness. Well, then She right. might have to I mean, to one the thing bathroom. you have to use the
1: bathroom. But <laughs> if you, kidding. like, okay. are, like I, I I'm picking up my yes. mat and running away. Yes. Um, but I feel like it's kind of one of those moments in time that makes you be still. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like you're forcing yourself by going to a yoga class to be in the body and in the moment for an hour, yeah. you know, or 75 minutes sometimes in some cases. Yeah. And I think it's really great because, you know, it's also um, – the the time that we live in right now is so busy. Mm-hmm. We're all so busy with you know running our kids wherever we're running them to with our jobs that we have on computers, on cell phones, always doing something mm-hmm. constantly. How many times a day do you stop for an hour? Like never. And
0: just yeah, breathe mm-hmm. and just move your
1: body mm-hmm. and be in you. Yes. That's what yoga does. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, there's that time that you have, and yeah. you're making that time mm-hmm. for you, you mm-hmm. know? So, and how can you, you can't escape it. Yes. <laughs> like, it's so yeah good. Yeah. it's you're, There's no room for monkey mind in yoga because yeah. monkey mind, to me, I would call it monkey mind is yeah. when I'm like, oh, I've got schoolwork to do on my laptop. Oh, mm-hmm. but the dishes need to be done. Oh, mm-hmm. but the laundry, I should throw that in while I'm doing the dishes, and then I'll put my, my lesson on and I'll listen to it. Yeah. And then do my test, and it's like too much. It's yeah. just kind of like
0: poof. my brain is right there <laughs> all of the time. Like I am a constant monkey mind. Yeah. And so what, I've tried to do yoga at home, at home before, but it just doesn't work. You
1: can't do it, right? Because you're in your space where yeah, you normally I'm like shake, sh- multitask. I just right? heard the dryer.
0: I should go fold the laundry or some, somebody's walking around spilling you know, juice. And, like, right. The dog's probably somebody. chewing my heels right <laughs> now.
1: The craziest part about that is is that it's not even like that stuff really needs to be done. Yeah. It's like that stuff can totally be, that would be fine if you just left it there. Yeah, the but, dog would be chewing on the shoe and yeah. the kid would be spilling juice and mm-hmm. the dryer <laughs> would be done and you wouldn't have to fold the clothes yeah. yet. Um, but the problem is, is that we're always kind of like in that space of, of not doing the one thing yes. that's the best for us. Yes. It's like, the, I should, I should yes. be doing this. Yes. I should be. And you shouldn't should on yourself. And, oh. <laughs> you shouldn't should on
0: someone else. Oh, wow hold up you have to stop shitting on yourself
1: hold on we've got back to that
0: is this, is this your mom ma- i was gonna do some rapid fire questions at the end i feel like this is, this would be the answer to what is your current mantra don't shit on yourself don't should on yourself <laughs>
1: but yes, it's so good i i think that oftentimes i do those things and now i stop more mm-hmm. and go wait a second the dishes can be done in a little while yeah and the laundry can be done in a little while. What do mm. What do I need? What What does What is my body calling for? What is my brain calling for right now? Like where's the yeah. Where's the calmness and the stillness that I need? Mm. And again, that's you know one of the things that you can set yourself up to go to a yoga class or go get a massage or yes. go sit in a sauna or you know whatever. Go outside yeah. and just sit in the sun for a little while. Oh, you that's know, my favorite. Yeah, best. <laughs> <laughs> I did that today.
0: I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I got my little summer. Actually, it's <laughs> finally warm here. Yes. Yeah, like, I should <laughs> I should work on my book or like all the million jillion things I have mm-hmm. to do but yeah I sat in my swimsuit good that's mm-hmm. great and how did you feel afterwards really good yeah I also did a little bit of meal planning but that's that's good yeah that's a
1: good thing for you too yeah yeah so
0: um, so one thing that I've heard from people that have chronic illness um, is that they don't want to try yoga because it might be too much on their body physically or like they they're not sure like what it might release or that it just might be too much so do you think that there are benefits to it for people specifically that have chronic illness do you think that they should try in an- a Avoid it for any reason. I don't know. What do you? I think there's actually
1: been um, some studies done on that, but also I think it's helpful for people with chronic illness because it's a way to fill up peace in a body that contains constant pain. Um, deep breathing is always a way to bring the body back. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's always a way to bring the mind back to the body. And yeah. um, I think you know when we're in pain, or, you know everything's like firing off at the same time. It's kind of like uh, what do I say with with doing with not doing it, it's almost like you're really doing yourself a disservice by not doing it more yeah. so than putting yourself in the position to try something new and something different. Um, you know, of course there's going to be a little bit of like fear behind it cause you don't know how your body's going to respond and maybe you'll go to a class and the next day you'll be sore and, mm-hmm. but then maybe you'll have broke through a barrier too, yeah. you know, who knows? Like yeah. it could be so many different things that could come from it. Mm-hmm. But I really think that, do your research on the classes for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Pick something that's, you know, like a beginner style class. Don't do something with heat if you feel like the heat's gonna be too much for you. Um, or if you feel like you're really tight, heat can be really helpful too because it can open up the muscles a little bit more so you can stretch a little deeper. Mm. Um, and just not to be fooled about how far you can go. Like, if you think you can go in the splits just because it's a warm room. Don't um, get competitive. Don't, don't get competitive. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, you don't have to throw yourself into headstands right away in a yoga class. You and saw me try to do that. It's not about, like, who's doing the best crow and the arm balances. It's not and me. It took me six and a half years to do my first arm balance after doing yoga. Six and a half years of practicing yeah. doing arm balances. Um you know, and I always thought, oh, it's I'm just not strong enough in my arms. I'm just not strong enough in my upper body. And it
0: turns out that it was a lot more of a mental thing. That's for why me. I can't do any of those things. It was fear. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> see, I didn't
1: want to fall on my face. Yeah, i look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't do that. Um, but then I would practice and practice yeah. and practice. And then one day, pop! I just popped right into an arm balance, and I was like, oh, I did it. I did it and I wasn't afraid anymore. And now I just, you know, to yeah. me, it's just like, it's so expansive and so mm-hmm. it feels so good to also push yourself against like those things that you don't think that you can do, yeah.
0: you know? Uh, well, and the chronic illness limits you so much. Yeah, yeah. Like you feel so limited yeah. because, oh, well, I can't do that because of this. I can't do that right. because of this. And right. So to be able to do something in your, like, that involves your body.
1: But then we can go back to that thing about not not um you know where I was always looking for the the thing that was gonna fix instead of what was gonna make me feel the best Uh, and so like how how can you look at a yoga class as a means to how can I go to a yoga class where it's gonna make me feel amazing and it's gonna make me I'm gonna get benefit from this you know um instead of viewing it in such a fearful space of like well this might hurt this or Mm -hmm. I wonder how much of us can shift that mental like that 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 mindset, Mm -hmm. to saying, okay, I'm going to try a yoga class. Like I said, try a beginner. Don't start with the intermediates and don't do the power flows. Stay away from anything that says power for a while. Don't do the splits. Yeah, don't do the splits. (laughs) Um, But anything that's going to be like a slow flow, a gentle flow, a yin yoga, those are going to be really great classes to start out with. And Mm just just maybe thinking of it as a way of like well what if i go and i feel really great yeah. the next day yeah. and what if i feel like my hips are more open or mm-hmm. my shoulders are more open or my heart's more open yeah. my mind's more mm-hmm. open you know and that that was the stillness and a quiet that i needed that space in mm-hmm. order to really dive into some places on me on my
0: own yes. it's, yeah it seems from what i've done so far like the perfect it is the mind body connection mm-hmm. in practice Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so I wanted to talk a little bit about this weird, another weird thing. Um. What is hold on? Where is it? Okay. So I've I read this book by Michaela bohm Um, it's called The Wild Woman's Way. (laughs) I keep talking about it on (laughs) your. I've heard heard about said book. (laughs) I've been talking about it a lot. Um. But it's so good, and she talks about the non-linear movement method. Hmm. Have you heard of this? No. Uh-uh. It's basically just like dancing like crazy. Oh, I like love it. Turn on yes. Turn on a song, and then you just and it doesn't. And she suggests like not even um, like no no lyrics, just just music ju- mm-hmm. or just what's the word instrumental. Yeah. And just like with a good beat, mm-hmm. and then just letting your body just kind of do what it does.
1: That's like dynamic meditation. Have oh. you ever heard of that? No. So, Osho does dynamic meditation. Okay. And um, this one guy, he's really amazing, Elliot Hulse, he has Strength Camp down in Florida. And uh, he's a friend of mine, and he um, does the dynamic meditation too. And basically, it's the same thing, but it's getting out like emotions yeah. through movement. Yes. And there's the, um, is it the Ida Portal? movement too uh there's all kinds of things like okay. that we could go into but oh this is fun. um yeah <laughs> it's totally movement with the body to release emotions and uh that's something that's really healing and really incredible um a lot of people are afraid to do that in yeah. front of other people
0: yeah because so, you look like a weirdo yeah.
1: <laughs> like, you, <do? laughs> you mean but, but there not are groups that do and do get together and really? do it in group settings. And I've been in them before and they're incredible. I've been in them with 50 people. I've been in them with hundreds of people. Um, and yeah, it's basically like, it's like meditating through instrumental music, but and then moving your body yeah. at the same time. So you're not, you know, like you think of meditation, you think you're just like sitting still yeah. with your eyes closed. Nothing. Maybe doing some OM chanting things, yeah. maybe listening to something, mm-hmm. um, or guided meditation. But you're not really you're not moving, right? right. You're laying there, or you're sitting there, um, and this is way different. And yeah, it's a little it's out blessing. there for some people. <laughs> but, I want I want to do it. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. And and but you can look up Osho O S H O and some of the stuff that's that's through that. But um, I just. that's one of my favorite things I've actually ever done because I feel like it's released so much old pain traumas from my childhood and stuff by doing that yeah it's
0: the first time we've talked about this yeah Yeah. yeah. it's really cool I didn't know it was called would you call it she calls it so they have like their own method like her Mm -hmm. and her partner or whatever and it's called the nonlinear the non movement okay. method. So if you Googled that, I'll put I'll put it into the show notes yeah, for people. That's too. cool too. But like you can take like they have instructors across the country that teach Wow. Nonlinear movement. That's awesome. I think it's basically just like turn music on and let your body go. Yeah. <laughs> and know? then you feel let's let you maybe go by feeling and yeah. which is the
1: same thing as emotions, right? right and like, so yeah, you just release
0: all that. That's basically just stuff. how I dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but it's probably a little bit not, more like not, yeah, no. <laughs> That's just how you dance anyways it's when you're not out coordinated. <laughs> I look like I'm doing the nonlinear movement.
1: That's, that's awesome. What is she doing?
0: <laughs> oh god. Okay. Um so I don't actually have the questions written up and I didn't prep you for them, but we have to do a couple like okay. just fun questions okay. at the end. Okay, so uh Beach or Mountain. What would you pick? Whoa, yeah. that's tough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You have to pick oh. which one do you pick? I don't uh, beach or mountain? Mm-hmm.
1: Beach, same, yeah. I'm just gonna go with beach, okay. yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. I mean, I
0: love both, but I, <laughs> 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 uh, I'm coming up with this. <laughs> up, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you get to spend an evening with a celebrity who is it? Oh, that one's so good. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Where is it? Oh.
1: Do they have to be, the, the, like, they're alive, right? Not like a celebrity from, like, I feel like back we could time. go back in time. Because I, like I, really I feel like that would make it really interesting. I feel like I would pick Audrey Hepburn. Oh, she would be good. Yeah. yeah. That's who I would want to hang out okay. with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I were going to pick a now
0: celebrity, I would probably pick Jim Carrey. I could actually, like, see you with Jim Carrey. Why is that? I don't know. What is that supposed to mean? I have no idea. That is
1: so funny. Let's
0: ask the little trolls that put it into my brain. I don't know. Jim Carrey. (laughs) Now I'm going to be thinking about that. Uh, Okay, hang on. I have to find some of these other questions that I have because I cannot think of them off the top of my head um here we go uh oh you have to be handcuffed to someone for a month oh my gosh who would it be oh my goodness definitely not my son <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, i already feel, feel handcuffed feel you on that one um uh probably my sister She's like my best Aww. friend, and we could spend every minute together. So, so yeah, and it wouldn't be an the issue. Peeing at all. And the
0: pooping, yeah, be it would, weird, no, but... it wouldn't
1: be weird at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she'd brush my hair, I'd brush hers. So it'd be fine. That's so cute. <laughs> What's in the trunk of your car right now? Oh goodness gracious! Um, frisbees, a yoga mat, gym clothes. How appropriate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Tell me, there's something weird. A jump rope oh well that's a little no that's a little weird not really, that's not really? weird okay not, no. um
1: <laughs> if it was just rope maybe <laughs> no i don't okay. have rope in there uh, <laughs> um yeah that's pretty much massage stuff <laughs> i have an ankle brace back there because i sprained oh, my ankle like six years ago and i keep it back there that. in case it
0: happens again oh no <laughs> that's a good one i like that one um how about we talked about mantra you already kind of mm-hmm. did your mantra so we won't do that one. Um. <laughs> First thing you do when you wake up in the morning oh i love
1: to have like my tea my greens drink or like a lemon lemon hot water with uh honey apple cider vinegar mm. um and i read a daily devotional i really like to just kind of bring my mind to a really peaceful calming place before I start my day and then I make food
0: (laughs) because you eat every hour Because I eat every hour (laughs) at least I feel like I just need to have some snacks ready (laughs) you you know you probably should (laughs) just give me a list of what I need to have and I'll I'll have it ready for you okay so let's end with um let's say someone's listening to this it's the first that they've heard about like embodiment practice about yoga about massage about all of this and they want to come back into their body and they want to they want to try and do that what is the first step you think you would tell them to do
1: well i think recognizing that they even want to is the first step and then I think next it's applying themselves to doing like taking action Mm -hmm. you know like how can you take action and whether that means find a yoga class or um, find a meditation get in a meditation app there's tons of meditation apps out there Um, Or maybe try the nonlinear
0: movement, you know, Mm -hmm. like
1: put some instrumental music on and start dancing right now. Just Just do it now. Love
0: it. (laughs) Do it. Go turn your music on, everyone. Maybe, you know, I
1: just, I always (laughs) like to look at, like when I wake up in the morning, um, one of the first things I actually think about, and I've kind of accustomed myself to thinking about it, is Mm -hmm. how can I be the very best version of myself today? Yeah. How can I beat the the person that I was yesterday and be even Mm -hmm. better today? And that's something I try and remind myself every single day when I wake awesome. up. I and that. I definitely think that, you know, it's it's just about applying action. Mm-hmm. Actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. Just do it.
0: Just do it. Thank <laughs> you. Okay. <laughs> Um, so how can anyone find you that wants well, to find you? Well, I'm creating a website right Yay. now. Oh,
1: please, having some friends to help with that. <laughs> um, oh. and I'm on Instagram at Erin Daly. Um, I'm also on Facebook. Same thing, at Aaron okay. Daly. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much my, my biggest social media avenue is through Instagram. Okay. And, uh, if you want to message me or anything, like, I am happy to message you back if you have questions about, you know, what we talked about, even, and stuff, i more than willing to share my story or if you have a
0: story you want to share I'm more than willing to listen so awesome uh-huh. yeah. thank you so much I'll put that I'll put those links in the show notes and thank you so much yeah. for giving me your time yeah thank you for having me this this is so fun it was thank you right. Thanks. thank you so much friend for listening today I hope that you found some helpful advice here Uh, please go check the show notes. Everything that we talked about, I have linked in the show notes. So if you're looking for a craniosacral massage therapist, I have a link with um, someone you could find in your area. So, um, and the list goes on. So make sure you check those show notes. I've packed them full of good links and resources for you. Um, Just thanks Thanks for being here. I know that there are a plethora of podcasts that you could be listening to and somehow you made it to this one and you even made it to the very end. So um, I just just want to thank you for for being here. I wanted to let you know about one thing. Um, There is a webinar that's going to be happening starting June 7th, four sessions each on a Friday, 20 to 30 minutes, all about reclaiming your identity after chronic illness. Uh, I will be hosting that. That link is also in the show notes. Um, so if you're interested in that, go ahead, click on it, sign up. I would love to have you there. It's free. I mentioned that. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. And I would love to have you there. It's filling up. So make sure you claim your spot before they are all taken. Um, thanks again. Until next time, live your life chronically much.